0: Previously on the Smoking Hot Podcast.
1: You are cordially invited to a party being thrown in your honor. What? Look, I don't need to do this. I've got a fish stick commercial in an hour. Oh, what the hell? I need the money. What's that?
2: It looks like you're getting a Skype call. I think you're right. Oh my god, there they are. But where are they?
3: Yeah, it looks like they're in some sort of dungeon.
4: As you can see, Your friends are being held captive in my elaborate prisoner system. They will remain here for the present time, and if you give in to my demands, they will not be harmed. But if you do not, you will never see them again.
2: Who the hell are you? You'll know in due time. Oh my god. Ollie, D.A. and Orson Welles, they've... They've been kidnapped. What are we going to do? What will we do? Hot Toddy's Log, date 83117. It's been three months now since my friends were taken captive. I've been in constant communication with the kidnapper. Strangely, he hasn't demanded anything yet. He keeps saying soon. Soon. The good news is that he seems to be, at the very least, taking care of Ollie, D.A., and Orson Wells. But what is it that he wants? Why did he do this? What is his motive? There are so many questions, but yet, so few answers.
5: He calls. Hello, Hot Toddy. I trust you're doing well.
2: Let's cut to the chase. When can I get my friends back?
4: You're in luck, Hot Toddy. You shall get them back. Today.
2: What? Why today of all days?
4: Well, I mean, I took them on the season finale, so... it only makes sense that I returned them on the season premiere.
2: Oh, right. Actually, that does make a lot of sense.
4: Yeah, I mean, how would it look if I gave them back before now? People would get pissed.
2: No, you're right about that. I mean, it would be like everyone's stuck around for no reason.
4: Exactly, and we don't want that. Anyway, you shall get them back if you obey my commands.
2: What is it that you want?
4: Patience, patience, hot toddy. All in good time. We'll be in touch. TTFN?
2: (laughs) No, wait! Ah, This is getting insane! I want my cast members back! How the hell am I supposed to do this show without everybody? Jeez! Oh, that reminds me. Welcome to
0: Season 4 of the Smokin' Hot Toddcast. You're listening to the most splendiferous, the most fantastic, the greatest podcast in the history of podcasts, the Smokin' Hot Podcast.
2: What you just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. At no point in your rambling, incoherent response were you even close to anything that could be considered a rational thought. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. May God have mercy on your soul. Well, hello there, and welcome uh, to this segment of the first episode of the of season four. Season four of the Smoking Hot Toddcast. Welcome to everybody. I know this is a bit of an unusual episode uh, in that it's uh, simply, essentially the part two of a two-parter because we, we left you on the cliff uh, cliffhanger uh, on the season finale last season. So it's it's very important that you that you keep listening because there's a there's a reason, rhyme and reason to all this, right? Right. Okay. Good. Well, anyway, I'm here with Miss Pinguino. Say hi, Miss Pinguino. Hello. And uh, something very special about today. Of course, today is August thirty first.
3: It's my birthday. That's right. It's my
2: birthday. August thirty first. That's right. Uh, this is the first time that the show has premiered in August, and it just so happens to fall on the very last day of August, which just happens to be... My birthday! The birthday of Miss Pingrino, and so we want to wish you a happy birthday.
3: Thank you, thank you.
2: You're welcome. Thank you. You're very welcome. Happy birthday, and welcome to this uh, very special segment, uh, because...
3: Uh, I can do with my presents, guys!
2: This is very important. That's right, this segment is very important, because you see... I've not given her gifts yet. I said, we got to do this in a very special way. We got to make this very special moment. And I said, what better way of making it a special moment than to do it right here on the show? We're sharing it with all of you. That's right. We wanted you to be a part of it. So uh, that's why this, what this segment's about. We're celebrating Miss Pingrinos birthday, and we're going to give her her presents right here live on the air. First, though, uh, let's reveal, uh, let's, let's do a little. Family history of Miss Pingrino. Okay. Uh, you were born August thirty first, nineteen fifty two. Correct. I,
3: no eighty nine.
2: Oh. Yeah. So you're twenty eight. I'm twenty eight. When did that happen? Uh, today. Oh, okay. Yeah. I didn't. I thought it was. <laughs> I thought that was a long time ago. No. You're, you're just turning twenty eight this year. Yeah. Good. Okay. Well, that's that. That is wonderful news. Well, good. Good. Well, right. we want to again. I wish you a happy birthday. And thank very, you. Thank it's very you. exciting day. And so, with that in mind, I guess that we shouldn't delay any longer. Yay,
3: presents! We're
2: gonna give you your pres- presents now.
3: Presents, presents. I have,
2: I have here in front of me my backpack because I'm too cheap to buy you gift wrap paper. That's okay; they're or, expensive, and you don't bags, have to spend your money on it anyway. That's right. Or cards, because you know how I feel. Yep. Happy birthday, love them most. No, I'm not. I'm not, I'm not done talking. <sighs> so I put the gifts in the backpack. So what she's gonna do is she's gonna unzip the backpack. And then she's going to find out what's in the backpack. It's
3: like a mystery bag present.
2: It is a mystery bag. But these are uh, two things I think you'll really enjoy. I got two gifts, and they're in the, both in this bag. And I think she's really going to enjoy them. Uh, it's stuff that I, th- I think well, I think you'll enjoy. So.
5: Yay!
2: So um, here we go. Presents. Unzip the bag. Historic moment. Here are your presents okay. for your 28th birthday What's this? It's a poster. It what? is a poster. But what, what's supposed? Is it the clue poster? I don't know. You have to open it. See, I, can't. I I just ordered stuff. I didn't even know Uh-oh. what I was ordering. I don't I know. I can't. I don't know. Help. I will help. help. Uh,
3: don't rip it.
2: Well, I'm not ripping. I'm ripping the plastic. Yeah, goof. You think I'm gonna rip the?
3: I mean, don't. I mean, just yeah.
2: Yeah, yeah. Don't rip the. Yeah, don't rip the poster. No. I think I got it.
3: Did you?
2: No, I just think I understand what oh. I'm supposed to do here. Okay. Uh, Yes, there's a lot of plastic on it. I didn't want to open it when it came in because I wanted to be like, you know, this is a special moment, so.
5: Oh,
3: man. It's the clue I can see it just from the edges. Are you sure? Yes, I know what it is.
2: I don't know. I'm not sure what it is. Yes. I I don't get it. Here you go. Just figure it out. I don't know. This is mine. It's, the, it's oh, the clue poster. It's the clue poster. Oh. oh my gosh! So for
3: those of you who probably have absolutely no idea what I'm talking about, I it's probably see. all of you guys. The movie Clue is my absolute favorite movie. Based
2: on the game. Based course. on
3: the game with Tim Curry as the butler and a bunch of other amazing characters. It's a vintage clue poster, and all the characters are like drawn, sort of realistic but sort of cartoonish.
2: Just like the game. Sort Just of, like yeah. the game, mm-hmm. and it's
3: I'm oh I'm so excited. Yeah. You did get it. You lied.
2: I ordered it the second minutes after you send me that link. I ordered it that day.
3: Yay, I'm so
2: excited. So I got you that. That's going in a frame. That's right. But we're not done yet. You still have another no, gift. I have another one. You have another gift on this your birthday. All right. August thirty first, twenty seventeen goes down in what history. What is this? It was a movie I <gasps> wanted to see. Snatch. That's right. Yay! It was a movie I wanted to see. We were just talking see. about this the other day. Too. Really?
3: Yes. I was like, "Where do you get it? Because I want to watch it. Because apparently, it is absolutely a freaking hilarious. That's
2: right. It's Snatch, starring uh, Amy oh! Schumer, Goldie oh! Hawn. So
3: excited! Uh,
2: apparently, it's a very funny film. I didn't get to see it, and we were going to see it. We never got to. So oh, I was you set. even
3: got the one with bonus
2: features. We, but I got Blu-ray and yes. DVD. Blu-ray and DVD on this because this yes, I wanted so the whole excited. thing. So, there you go. Those are my gifts
3: Yay! Amazing gifts. Come on, Chris.
2: Mm-hmm. Welcome. Love them. Yay!
3: Oh,
2: that's right. We're going to watch that. All right. I'm down with it. But, um, yes. And this is going to get a frame. That's going to get a frame. frame. That's going to get a frame. But, yeah, you know, the, you sent me that link because you really liked that poster. I got it that very day. So, we... Yay! It, I mean, took a while to get here, but... Yeah, uh, I have, the, I've
3: seen this link on Facebook, like...
2: Explain to it, people more it, what it did. Uh,
3: so... You know, Facebook is kind of creepy, and, like, it knows what you look <laughs> at, and it knows what you like, so it's, it sends you these links of things that it thinks you will like based on what you you search and Google and all this stuff. It's really... It's a stalker. It right. is. It is. Um, and, and, again, I love the movie Clue. It's probably my, my all-time favorite movie besides Nightmare Before Christmas. Those are my two
2: there you go. tops. There you go. Um,
3: and the, the Clue movie was... It, it's set in, what, the 60s? 50s. Mid-50s. 50s. Mid-50s. I, I love all the wardrobes that are there, and it's just, it's a, a hilarious movie. If you haven't seen it, please go see it. Watch the three endings, not just the one, because there are d- multiple endings. Um, but this poster, it just, it's like the old-time movie poster, kind of like what you would see before the movie came out. Right. It would be like an advertisement type it would. poster.
2: It would. And, and again, um, the, the character's... The movie actors are driv- dr- drawn in sort of the fashion of the game. The, the characters yes. in, the, in the game.
3: Um, the, oh, Teeps.
2: Our cat, Our cat just, just clawed me. Yeah.
3: Um, <laughs> sorry, guys. Um, but, yeah, it still looks like the actors that are in the movie, but they're drawn like they would on a game board. That's right. Which, again, because it's my favorite, I have... Pretty much every version of Clue that ever existed.
2: You try anyway.
3: I try anyways, yeah. There's a few that I don't have. Like, I don't have the Doctor Who one. And I don't have the Firefly one. Right. Um, but I have Game of Thrones. I have Harry Potter. I have Nightmare Before Christmas. There you go. So, it's an awesome present. And That's I'm right. so I'm so glad that you got it. Because you lied. And you said you weren't going to get it. Because like, it ran out of time. Because there was only 24 hours I had in to which throw you, you off could the buy trail. Yeah. this poster. And when I showed him the link, he only had what three?
2: Yeah, three. Like three like, hours left. Like not even. Yeah, and there was only a few left. So yes. yeah, I had to throw you off the trail somehow. So I just said, yeah, I didn't get it.
3: Well, I'm so I'm so excited. So this I got it so for cool. you.
2: And then uh, you've got other gifts coming. I'm sure your friends got you some gifts. Yes. Yeah. So we're not through your birthday just yet.
3: No, I, I do know because I, I do work on my birthday t- this year, which I pretty much work on my birthday mm-hmm. every year. That's really nothing new for me. Right. Um, but one of the ladies at work, she's a great baker and she's making me a peanut butter chocolate cheesecake.
2: Oh, nice!
3: Um, I'm so excited about it because like she is a am- mate. She's a great cook
2: in yeah. general,
3: but pastries are her like thing all right so i'm really really excited about that day i actually don't mind going to work because i'm gonna get fed that's right <laughs> so what's well,
2: today your birthday's today oh right yeah you we're doing this really early in the morning yes okay, that's what we're going doing. into work that's Sorry. right we're doing this just past midnight, and she's still calling it tomorrow, so... Well,
3: you know, because we haven't gotten to bed yet, so... Well,
2: that's the point. I did it on your way to Monday, on your birthday, so you get your presents so we can do it on the show.
3: Right? I'm sorry. Okay. So today, when I go into work, I will have a chocolate peanut butter cheesecake waiting for me. I'm
2: trying to make this show authentic, and
3: you're just, like, pooping all over it. I'm sorry. It's, it's like, a couple minutes after 12,
2: yeah. making it
3: my birthday. Sure. Oh, I'm sure people have already posted on my Facebook. Haven't looked just yet, well, but yeah. I'm sure they're they're all on there. We'll get to Um. That. Anyways, it will be waiting for me. I hope customers are super nice to me. <laughs> Being that's my birthday, I, I have a pin I'm gonna wear. Okay. Yep. Let people know. Like, don't be a jackass. It's okay. my birthday today.
2: All right.
3: So. I'm excited. I'm ready. Well, ready for the day.
2: Well, there you go. So it's Miss Pingrinos birthday. Happy birthday once again. Thank you. I hope you have a wonderful one. It's obviously started off very well. Yes,
3: great presents to start the day.
2: Indeed. Well, most love you. Happy most birthday. Most love you too.
3: You very much. And,
2: and we wish Miss Pinguino the best on another year. On this week's episode of the Smoking Hot Podcast, Happy
0: birthday!
6: Thank you!
2: Okay,
0: bye. Bye. You're listening to the Smoking Hot Podcast with your host... Todd. Just Todd. Todd is helpful, and Todd is there for you. Uh, well, it's actually hot toddy. Oh, well, pardon me, Mr. Perfect!
2: Ugh, I'm so worried about Ollie, D.A., and Orison Wells. I mean, they're simple guys, you know? I just don't see how they've been able to deal with this all summer long. I just wish... I knew how they were doing. So, you're saying if you post the link of your account on this app, on
6: like your Facebook page, people can go in there and leave quote-unquote constructive messages to you? Exactly, that's how it works. And uh, has anybody left any
1: constructive comments for you? Well, no, no. Uh, for the most part, they've just been real re- 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 negative things, uh, just really like, hurtful things, But, but... Uh, they're they leaving comments nonetheless. Mm-hmm. You you should give a try, Holly. You know what? That's okay. I
6: don't I don't think I'm gonna do that. No, I'm no, sure yourself.
1: I just wish we could get out of here. Me too. And you know who suffered the
5: most from all this? Orson Welles. That's for sure.
6: trouble I've seen, glory, hallelujah, sometimes I'm up, sometimes I'm down, oh yes, Lord, sometimes I'm almost too. Nobody knows my sorrow. Nobody knows the trouble I've seen. Sorrow Nobody knows the trouble I've seen. Glow-
2: Oh, we're already having a blast on the season premiere here of the Smoking Hot Podcast. Thank you for listening, as always. And uh, before we continue, I just I just wanted to address this uh, real fast. Of course, uh, the big issue that's making the headlines uh, mostly nowadays, right now, over the last few weeks, uh, is the major racism issue. Uh, this has been the strongest I think it's ever been in in my entire life. I've been alive for 28 years and I have never seen it this rough. We've seen we've seen spurts. It's always been there. You've seen moments of it and then it disappears. But I mean, it has never been more extreme than it is right now. And and look, to, to say that President Trump does not have a hand in this uh, would be irresponsible. I mean, he the things that he exudes, the things that he supports, regardless if he actually believes in them or not, the things that he preaches to his people are making these people think that it's okay to act like this. They've like they're finally getting a quote voice. And what it's it's hard to make these people understand is that they've they've always had the voice. They've always had their voice. And it's it's black people, it's Jewish people, it's everybody who is a minority in this country they're the ones that are trying to have a voice but see people like that think that they've already had too much of a voice and that they're just complaining all the time no this is still very real and what happened in Charlottesville a few weeks ago is a perfect example of that of how real this is that Nazi scumbag thought he was going to get away thought he was doing the right thing think he was going to be a hero by running his car through an entire group of anti-protesters he thought he was saving the day. And I think, I, I honestly believe that he thought he was going to get away with it, that he wasn't going to get any in any trouble for doing that because of, you know, who our president is now and how everything it runs now. Um, you know, I, I can't place the, the the whole blame on President Trump. I mean, these people have been around for years. David Duke has been around for years. The, the Ku Klux Klan. We've had neo-Nazis in America even during during World War II. We've had neo-Nazis here. So it's, it's nothing new. But... But they feel a little bit too comfortable now. You know what I mean? The comfort level for them has gone up, and the comfort comfort level for all of us who think clearly and who are, I'm going to say it, normal human beings have come, has come down. And it's because of this administration. Who we have in this administration is making people, making everything topsy-turvy. And so that's why you have these rallies where people think it's okay to kill innocent human beings. And it really made me sick just days after um, this incident happened. People that I know, people that I thought were down to earth, normal people started making the posts about, oh, you know, one white, crazy white guy kills everybody and all white people are bad. Nobody has said anything about white people. And in case you haven't In case you haven't noticed, it was one white person killing another white person. That's what happened there. There was no race involved. But somehow, these morons still find a way to put race into it. Even when there was no race in it at all, they still found a way to put it in there. And then somebody else, another friend of mine, put up a post... That says, well, police officers get killed all the time, and we hardly hear anything about it. But one, one white person or whatever, one bystander gets killed or something like that, and, and everybody goes insane. And I just, I, I did, I wanted to go online and say something to him, but I didn't. I stopped myself because this was on Facebook, and I didn't, I didn't want to say anything. I should have, but I, I did, I just ended up not. But I'll, I'll say it here: if you can honestly stand there and compare the death of an of an innocent. Was she? She was like nineteen or twenty, right? Or, or was she in her mid twenties? I don't know. But she was, regardless, she was very young. If you can compare the death of someone who was innocent, who was a, a, a very young lady, whose only crime was that she couldn't get out of the way of a car fast enough, if you can compare her death to that of a police officer's, then you have to justify it. You have to stand there, face to face, to somebody, or better yet, stand face to face in front of that girl's parents and tell them why. Their the deaths of police officers were worse than hers. Because police officers... My My dad was a police officer. And when he went to the academy, that was him saying that he was prepared to give the ultimate sacrifice, that he was going to put his life on the line every single day in order to protect innocent people. And so every day when he put that uniform on and he walked out of our house, he was saying to the world, I am prepared to give my life to the greater good if I must. That girl did not leave her house thinking she was going to die that day. All she had was a sign that essentially said to the Nazis, you're wrong. That's all she did. And then she went to the protest and because some lunatic decides to get into a car and mow people down, she ended up getting killed. So I I, I demand to know how this is not worse than a police officer getting killed by somebody. But see, again, and, and, that, and that's another example of how they're bringing race into it. Of course, you know, who in the conservative media always kills a police officer? It's always a black person, right? That's how that always works. So they still found a way to bring race into it, even though it was between two white people. What happened here? And that just astounds me. And so that just clear, it's clear that even people who you think are normal, who you think are are down to earth, who you think are... Relatively on your side, if not 100% on your side, how they still perceive this. They still find race in everything. And that's when I've really come to realize is that everybody that I know, everybody in the everybody has a little bit of racism inside them and it's just and they're starting to feel more and more comfortable the the extreme racists are already there they're like they're there man you know they're getting in cars and you know running over people but then even those who are slightly conservative or regular conservatives they're just kind of letting it bleed out a little bit and that is so scary and so sad and it's got to stop there is no excuse for this You know, the people talking about the the Confederate monuments, how they need to come down. You know, I'm a historian. My minor was in U.S. history at the University of Tennessee. I love U.S. history. Um, And the Confederacy, whether you like it or not, is a part of American history. And so, yes, I don't believe the Confederate statue should be on Joe Blow Avenue uh, where anybody could see it. But it definitely deserves to be in a museum. It definitely deserves to be on battlefield. So I, I agree to the most part that these Confederate monuments definitely Confederate flags. Confederate flags is not need to be anywhere in the general public, especially not flying over Capitol buildings. I remember two years ago after the Charleston shooting how people in South Carolina said, you know, it's time to take that Confederate flag down off the Capitol building. And there were people who were against that, who said, no, leave it up there. It's a sign of heritage. The guy who killed innocent people was waving around confederate flags in his pictures he was he was a ku klux klan member or he supported the ku klux klan one or the other but the, the point being is is that he was no nice person he he wanted to see black people dead bottom line that's what he wanted to see and so that's why he did what he did and so you know I don't understand how you can how you can defend a flag like that and why you don't want it down off of your building. Off the buildings that are supposed to resemble peace and tranquility between people now. I just it doesn't it doesn't make any sense to me. So, bottom line the point I'm trying to make here is when it comes to Confederate anything, let it stay on the battlefields and the museums where the history happened. Don't leave it out in the open for everyone to see because heritage or not, that part of the war that part of history is over so let's put it in the place where that part of where parts of history are over museums battlefields where it all happened that's i support that bottom line is is that we've got to come together we've got to stop doing all this we can't let trump and his administration tear us apart we can't we can't let this happen and we can't let him allow those who think like nazis to have power Yes, and that's another thing. It's like the Confederacy I can understand because it was a part of American history, but how do we how are we are okay with Nazism in America? How can we say, well that's their that's their belief system so we have to be okay with it? No, we don't nazism has nothing to do with america it was in germany and i would i so wish that it was this was just like 10 years ago so we, that we could get some world war ii veterans in on this I, I would love to hear what they have to say about supporting nazism you know they risked their lives and their friends gave their lives to destroy nazism and you're trying to bring it here into this country it's just it's sick it's sick so you know whatever your belief is which, by the way, if you're going to call the South your heritage, do a little family history and make sure you're, you're actually from the South. I know plenty of people who said that. We've done their family history. Their whole families are from the North, fought for the Union or something like that. And then they're sitting there saying, oh, the South, my heritage. No, it's not. You just happen to be in the South. Congratulations. But it means nothing. So let's get off of that. But we've got to come together and we've got to put an end to all of this nonsense and we've got to push back I don't know if protesting is going to help it seems to only cause more trouble but one thing that for damn sure will help and will work when 2018 comes around and 2020 again get at that ballot punch that punch that button Go, go vote vote your ass off in 2018 and 2020 and let's get these guys out of power and let's bring peace back to the United States and real peace not conservative scary peace that's that's all I got to say about it. I just want you all to know that I'm on the right side of history here. I want to put help put an end to racism and bring tranquility and peace
0: back to our society. Orson Welles smoking hot Toddcast promos. Take one.
2: Okay, Mr. Wells uh, just do your spiel, your usual thing there, and say hello. This is Orson Welles, and you're listening to the Smoking Hot Toddcast.
1: Ah, the French
2: champagne. No, 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 no. Hold it. Alright, Mr. Wells, just say this is Orson Wells, and you're listening to the Smokin' Hot Podcast. Okay, go again.
5: Yes.
1: Oh, yes. They're even better raw. Cut! Alright, d- do it again. Alright, and action. Look, I don't need to do this. I've got a fish stick commercial in an hour.
7: Oh, what the hell? I need the money.
2: The Smokin' Hot Podcast. Penis. Cut! The Smokin' Hot... Hello, I'm Orson Wells.
5: Ah!
3: The greatest presidential administration in our nation's history is proud to present the Trump Factor File Infowars show. And now the 45th president of the United States, Donald Trump.
1: Thank you, Kellyanne, and welcome to the Trump Factor File Infowars show. We had a tough time trying to figure out the name of the show, as you can see. But why not use words from the greatest conservative shows of all time? Well, but with the exception of File. Of course, that was hosted by Mick and Kelly, and all she does is bleed, so uh, never mind about that. But the rest of them, real good. Infowars of that show O'Reilly Factor It brings a tear to my eye Every time I think to myself That that show's off the air Every time But I digress I am the greatest president Who ever lived in American history Donald J. Trump And this show is essentially Somewhat of like a weekly State of the Union If you will I come on here to let you know Just how wonderful Everything's working here In America All of which was done By yours truly President Donald Trump And I think the greatest contribution that we've done is take off that horrible, that absolutely horrible fake news. That's a fake news. It was fake news. That fake news show, The Ollie Report. We finally got rid of that fake news fraud. And you're welcome. Now let's get right into it. The economy couldn't be better. As you recall, we had 200% unemployment under President Obama. 200%! Well luckily, I've been able to knock it down to just 2%. Isn't that just amazing? I managed to do that all by myself. And I know that all of you were worried about it. You couldn't sleep at night. You wondered day after day if it was going to be okay and your savior came and made it okay. I saved the coal industry. So everybody's happy about that. So that's why the economy couldn't be doing better. What else is going on? Oh, foreign relations, of course. You'll be happy to know that we are just inches away from becoming a Russian territory. But that is only, of course, we're not nuked by North Korea, which I'm so excited about, because it means that I am just inches away from finally starting my very first war. I just can't wait. I do feel bad for all people who are gonna have to die in the nuclear blast, so good luck. Good luck to you everybody who dies in the in the nuclear blast but but we'll finally get to go to war. I'm so excited cuz I you know I love war. I love war, so that, that's why I look forward to going to war. Can you imagine all the soldiers are going to get killed? It's going to be awesome. We're almost at war. And speaking of soldiers, the best news of all, we will not have any of them silly transgender people in there. That's right. We finally got rid of those hard-working Americans who are willing to give their life just like any other person. But they don't know who they are. Some would argue that they do know who they are, and we don't know who they are. That's why we're trying to justify this, even though it's pure discrimination. But that's not it. No! They don't know who they are! So real, that should be thanking me, because none of them going to die. Well, not from the war, anyway. And, of course, there's the social issues going on in the world. And you'll be happy to know that finally, right here on this show, I have officially will announce I'm not condemning Nazism. That's right. I've been beating around the bush for the last few weeks, and I know you all want me to finally just make a statement, so here it is. You can be as racist as you want. Nazis! Freedom of speech. And how dare these libtards try to take down all those Confederate statues. They're trying to take down our heritage. They're trying to destroy our heritage. Even though I was born and raised in New York and don't know a thing damn one about the South. And it really wasn't my heritage regardless because my family wasn't even in America at the time of the war. But regardless, they're trying to take a heritage. This is not right! Leave the Union alone! The Union has done nothing to What is it? The, the Confederates? Really? All those rednecks? Uh, oh, fine. Uh, so they're trying to take away the Confederacy. They're, they're saying that racism is the cause of all of this. No, it's, it's many sides. Many sides. That's what's causing the problem, liberals. That's what's causing the problem, As many sides. Races are great. I'm just saying. Now you have to understand I am not a racist. I love everybody in this country. Even though David Duke and the Ku Klux Klan worships me, I'm not a racist. Anyway, what else is going on? Oh yes, finally tonight I'll discuss the situation going on in Texas right now with Hurricane Harvey. Good luck. Good luck to y'all. Good luck. Hope everything works out. Good luck. And there you have it. That's this week's Trump Factor file. Infowars report showed everything. I'll see you next week.
0: You're listening to Hot Toddy on the Smoking Hot Podcast.
4: Hello, Hot Toddy. How are you?
0: Would you please,
2: for the love of God and your own body, please stop asking me that.
4: Okay, okay, Jeez, I'm sorry, for God's sakes. Anyway, you'll be happy to know that I am ready now to tell you what you must do to get your friends back.
2: Oh my god, that's great! But Okay, well, what can I do?
4: It's very simple. If you ever want to see your friends alive again, you will pay me the sum of
2: $5,000. Oh, they dead, motherfuckers. I'm sorry? Yeah, dude, I mean, you're talking to someone who lives off a of part-time income. I mean, the idea that you think I have $5,000 is quite flattering, I gotta say, but duh, I don't got it.
5: Oh,
4: well, uh, how much do you have?
2: At best, I may have around $500.
4: Very well. You will then send me $500 within the next hour, or Ollie, D.A. Williams, and Orson Wells will die. Yeah, you know what?
2: I can't really afford that either, that's all my money. That's kind of a dick move to take it all, even for you, damn. Um, okay, um,
4: what can you afford?
2: I might be able to pay you $20. Do
4: you think this is a game? I am prepared to take their lives. I am not kidding about this. You will send the sum of $350 within the next hour or they will die.
2: Yeah, I really can't afford that either, dude. It's got to be cheaper.
5: Fine, 250.
2: Can't afford it. 200. Can't afford it. 150. Can't afford it. How about 100? No, I mean, I might be able to swing like 50, I guess, but that's. I don't
4: think you're getting this. This is a matter of life and death for your friends, Hot Toddy. If you do not pay me the sum of $500 in one hour, I will end them.
2: Dude, I'm telling you, there is no way I can swing $500. It's just not in the cards. 350? Can't afford it. 300. Can't afford it. 250. No. 200. Come on, man. We, we just went through this. 150. No. 100. Look. You're not getting this. You're messing with someone who has nothing. You understand? Nothing. I can't afford giant expenditures like this. So if there's anything else I can do for you, I will. But unfortunately, my bank account can't die just because they're about to. Just saying.
4: What are you going to do, Hot Toddy? I've got my weapons at the ready. All I have to do is go to the dungeon and I will take them out. So what do you say? $500?
2: Oh, for fuck's sake, I can't afford $500. $350? I'm hanging up. $300? Bye. No, wait, this is all I have. What an idiot.
0: Ah. Ollie smoking Hot Toddcast promos, take one. All right, Ollie, just say,
2: this is Ollie, and you're listening to the uh, the Smoking Hot Toddcast.
5: Show, podcast, station.
2: Okay. All right, Ollie, this time, just say, uh, this is Ollie, and you're listening to the Smoking Ollie Report. No, that's not. Oh, jeez. All right, Ollie, this time just say, This is the Smokin' Hot Toddcast. Biscuits! Damn it! Okay, Ollie, just say the words, The Smokin' Hot Toddcast. Can you do that at least?
5: I'm outside, I see people, I see grass and trees
1: and buildings!
2: I hate you. The Smokin' Hot Todd.
1: Smokin' Hot Toddcast!
2: You suck, Ollie! You know what we're not talked about? Uh, the fact that none of us went blind on Monday. Oh, Thursday, yeah, the eclipse. Wow. Great news for all of us, I think. Uh, everybody wore their glasses to look at the sun. Mm-hmm. Good. I have to admit, it was pretty interesting to watch that. I, I I thoroughly enjoyed it myself. Was
8: it a spiritual awakening for you?
2: Not really. It was just cool to see. Where had, were you? I was at Dollywood, and we were in a <laughs> nice viewing area right up on a big hill, so you could.
9: A hill. Yeah, we
2: had, we were like 99.4 percent capacity where we were, so mm. we saw most of it. The, you know, when when the eclipse actually happened, there was still like a little ring of sun around, so it didn't get real dark. It got darker, but it didn't get real dark. But you saw, the, you saw the thing block the thing. It was interesting. <laughs> I
5: think the,
9: thing. So the thing blocked the Did thing. Did it get darker than DJ Pork's attitude?
2: Um, There is nothing. Night, like Black Night with no stars in the sky, could never match that. So I don't
7: have a bad attitude, thank uh, you very much. No, you just have a... Who's going attitude. to the anti-Nazi rally? You have a depressing
2: <laughs> attitude is what you have.
8: You got scared when you realized you could get hurt. <laughs>
9: mm-hmm.
7: When I when I thought when I saw that I could be on W A T E.
8: <laughs> oh, that's true.
9: Mm. I really don't want to be on the news either.
8: Wait, no. but you're like on the right side of it.
7: Yeah, that's true. Like, I just I don't like seeing my would, face.
8: Yeah. I'd understand you wouldn't want to be. A, well, don't watch the news then. I don't. There you go.
7: <laughs> he
2: doesn't.
8: <laughs> so
9: you have absolutely nothing to. I
7: write. I read I read I just don't watch any local you can, news.
9: You can read.
7: <laughs> yes, I can read.
1: Pudding pops and
2: door. Pudding pops. Pudding pops. Again. Exactly. Again, it's like he's in the bathroom and he's wanting a pudding pop while he's sitting there trying to get it out and it won't come out.
8: Have you never wanted a pudding pop on the toilet,
2: I've. Well, that's a different story. But I'm just, <laughs> you know, I'm That's 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 for di- different story for a different time. I have eaten cereal out of a cat bowl once. The 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 yeah, I I, I ate cereal out of a cat bowl once. It was a clean cat bowl. It you know it was no big deal. How old were you? Uh, this was just a few weeks ago. Uh, <laughs> and this is uh, yeah, because we didn't have any bowls clean, and I wanted some why, cereal. Why, not, why did
7: you just clean one?
2: Because they were in the dishwasher; they were working at the time, and I'm just like, I gotta eat now. How many bowls
8: do you own? Ten? Like two?
2: Quite, well, a handful. You know, I had a, I had a set. We bought a set when I moved to my first apartment, so I had like five in it—four mm-hmm. or five, four. Yeah, and, a, and and at this point, I was on a cereal kick, so I was having cereal every day, and they were all in the. Washing her and uh, mm-hmm. I was like, "Well, we don't, we don't have any pots and pans. We don't cook anything." And I'm like, "I'm not, I'm not, <laughs> not No, we don't cook." And what uh, do you eat for dinner? Huh? It, it's called Taco Bell and <laughs> McDonald's and elsewhere. Uh, this is probably part of the reason why my gallbladder hurts so bad. <laughs> You're gonna uh, die before you're
9: fifty. Mm, not, no,
2: actually, no. I went to the doctor yesterday. Everything is uh, clicking the way it should. They still really? love him. Yeah, he's
5: still he's gonna be fine.
2: Cholesterol's good. Uh, blood's How? good. Blood's good. <laughs> yeah. I take because I mean, granted, you're a
8: modern marvel.
2: Exactly because granted, even though I eat bad food, I still like take care of myself. I don't gorge myself on bad food. I just like when it when I eat, I don't eat healthy things.
8: Like, but you all do actually like, cook at
2: home. Not really, no. I mean, we we've we've cooked like you know like chicken type stuff every once in a while.
8: Chicken type stuff.
2: Well, like we chicken tacos, and then we like chicken, you know, uh, shredded chicken you and know, stuff. You know, grilled chicken. We did grilled chicken a couple of times, but you know, that's that's about the extent of it. We don't mm. really we've talked. We always talk about yeah, we should probably start eating healthier. And then it's like okay, you're right. Let's order something from Chili's. And, you, know. you know
9: that reminds me. You know, remember back when you're in school and they used to have that processed chicken patty. On a bed. Yeah, I never yeah, did that. that. I
7: hated that thing. I remember yeah. that.
9: That's that's what you just reminded me of. No, I can't eat that. I those ha- weren't bad. I dug it. I hate that.
7: Those hated weren't it. bad. Those were the good those. days at lunch.
2: Chicken no.
9: hearts on a bed.
7: I couldn't, I, I couldn't handle the school pizza. That's no, what see, I
9: hate. Li- but I like the, the pizza. The pizza with the corn? Yeah. Oh, I loved
7: the it. The corn. Yeah, I, I, had, I didn't have that corn school on the cob. pizza. It
2: was, it was pizza, square pizza. And then corn. Or the corn on the cob. Well,
9: let me tell you. So I served for corn. It was so stupid.
2: <laughs> <but I didn't, laughs> it was delicious. <laughs> I, was I didn't tired. argue with it. <laughs> I didn't like it. I remember and then Thursday was ham and mashed potatoes, <laughs> and then yeah, Friday was chili or soup.
9: I thought Friday was fish.
2: No, no fish. Well, fish was every once in a
9: while. Yeah.
2: Fish was every once in a while.
9: Now, let me tell you, I was still in school when the new health regulations came in for school lunches. Yeah, thank God I was out yeah.
2: before that
1: happened.
9: That sucks. Yeah. That's horrible.
2: When you get, like, fries, but they've not been cooked, they, like, literally came out of the freezer and <laughs> plopped them on your tray and said, enjoy. <laughs> yeah, I know those days. I
8: he gets like things that are like I guess you know like like he gets like many corn dogs and
2: well we got really? corn dog we
8: had corn yeah. dogs
2: at my school but then you'd you'd get it with like sauerkraut that's been sitting out for a while yeah so. like it's always like
8: po- funky stuff
2: yeah uh, you know I mean it wasn't all gross but I mean like yeah there were some like bad fries really bad fries sometimes not all I
8: that. had a salad bar at my high school we, we had
2: tape. a salad bar too yeah
8: and that was yummy.
9: It wasn't much of a salad bar. Yeah, not a whole lot
2: there, but, I mean, you could get something if you wanted. Did you
8: all have fried burritos at your schools?
7: Yes. No. Nope.
8: You did? Oh, my God. The fried burritos are, like, the best thing on the planet. The best thing ever. No, I understand. I went to Dodd School, so I was, like... A part of the federal government school.
2: If you like that, then you, you'd like the cheesy potato burrito at the Taco Bell.
8: I can't eat this stuff anymore. Why not? Remember, peppers kill me.
9: Oh, that's <laughs> right. And then you have no legs. And I and have then, no legs. And then you eat Pudding Pops. Pops. The, <laughs> the flip was that. Am I gonna have to bring Pudding Pops the next time? Yes, I can? for God's sake!
2: hello. <sighs> what, what are you not getting from this? We're saying bring in some damn Pudding Pops.
8: Oh, the pudding
2: poppers.
9: So, yeah. how how are how is damn pudding pops any different than regular pudding pops? They're damn good.
2: That's what it is. That's the difference. Puddle pops pop right. good. I but
8: hope na- they taste like they did in my childhood, but I'm kind of scared they won't. I don't the know.
5: The next
9: time I come in here, I'm going to stop at Walmart on the way in. Yes! And get some. Do it!
8: I get a chocolate. <laughs>
2: Me too.
7: I like the chocolate ones.
8: Mm. Pork By the way- is going to get vanilla because he's vanilla. Yeah.
7: Yes, because I'm vanilla.
2: No, he should. He should get chocolate too, because of all the (laughs) poo.
7: That was set on air, Todd. You know, you don't have to whisper. I was
2: over here. I was trying to be subtle with
7: it. (laughs) Ah, but you weren't. It was amplified, (laughs) and. Broadcast over a. Look, did anybody go blind from the uh,
2: anybody from the, go blind from the eclipse? I want to know. I want. Did anybody hurt their eyes during the eclipse?
7: I've heard that was. I've heard that was one of the most Googled uh, or one of the most searched well, things worried. on Google. Have I damaged my eyesight? I, I worried was so because difficult.
2: I I looked. I only looked the sun through my glasses, but my right eye was hurting all day afterwards. It burned a little bit afterwards. I'm like, oh really? crap! I'm like, I did something it's stupid.
8: Like I got cheap glasses.
2: But then the next day it was fine. I mean, it was just. I, I don't know. I guess maybe my eyes were dry because i was in the mountains and and i have bad allergies so maybe they were just dry up there but it was weird but they only happened after i looked at the sun but like my mom she didn't she looked at the sun but and hurt hurt her eyes but it wasn't from the sun something fell some metal piece fell out of the tree and (laughs) it fell into her and fell into her eye And, uh, well, we're not even real sure if it was metal. It was just something hard that fell into her eye. She woke up the next day, looked like somebody punched her in the face. And so they had to go to the doctor, and there was just just dirt and crap in her eye from whatever fell from the tree. So she hurt her eye, but not from the sun. Hmm. But I'm just curious, did anybody hurt themselves?
9: Well, let me tell you, if you're stupid enough to look directly at the sun, you deserve... Have your eyes hurt. There
2: were driving tips. I I talked about them on the other station. Uh, Driving tips. Again. Yeah.
8: Sloppy second.
2: That's what I'm saying. I'm sorry. Well, what? You all want to talk about Nazis. I talk about driving tips on the other show. And it was well. It was driving tips about what not to do during the eclipse. Like, don't look at the eclipse while you're driving. Turn your headlights on during the eclipse. Don't pull over because if it's dark, people are going to think. I'm like, and I said it on the air. If you have to be told these tips, you probably shouldn't be on the road to begin with. Mm-hmm. You You'd, shouldn't
9: have a driver's license. No, that's just
2: those are stupid mistakes. Yeah, it's pretty self-explanatory. <laughs> exactly. I'm like, you don't really. Mm-hmm. I feel like you know this, or you should anyway.
9: Before you go out on the road,
2: if it's well, dark, turn your damn lights on. <laughs> no, in pe- pops.
9: If people were stu- <laughs> stupid enough to vote for Trump, they'll be stupid enough to do that. Point and match,
2: but uh, point.
9: yeah, because Nazis are coming tomorrow.
8: I thought we were supposed to talk about the Nazis.
2: Oh, it's already been said enough. They're there. They're there. They're there, man. We're there. Don't they? Don't they not see that they're wrong?
7: No, Anybody, they've been brainwashed.
2: Anybody get that?
7: They've. Don't, don't I don't they know. Get it, not what's, see, what, it what's Nazi. A, what's a good uh, clinical diagnosis? What's a good? That. What is a good diagnosis for why Nazism is sort Stupid. of gaining they a have, little? Is gaining a little bit of traction they have in the U.S. Bit of the brain. Aside from that, what's like a real? Like, if we're just, <laughs> if we're just <laughs> not, if we're gonna not make, the brain. if we're the gonna what? not hold make, on,
2: hold on, Pork, What?
8: Bit of the brain. Bit What's of that? The
7: brain.
2: What?
8: <laughs> body.
7: <laughs> oh, they don't body. feel like their brain is their brain, so they so right. resort to
2: Nazism. Yes. How soon we forget body in, in integrity, identity disorder. Body. Bid. Bit of the brain. <laughs> Bid on the brain.
0: Hot toddy.
4: Hot toddy. Hot
0: Toddy. You're tuned into the Smokin' Hot Todd with your host, Hot Toddy, who's always looking real good. Hey,
9: does this suit make me look fat? No, no, no.
5: Your face
2: does. I don't know what I'm gonna do. They're still trapped in that horrible, horrible dungeon. And bargaining with the kidnapper didn't work. I know that they're just moments away from getting killed, but I have no idea what to do. I'm completely lost in this situation, I'm completely helpless. What are we gonna do? What can we do?
3: Um, how about we just go over there and get him?
2: Miss Piguerino, that's a great idea! We can just get over there and stop him before he does anything! That's brilliant! Come on, let's go!
3: Fucking idiot.
0: Smoking hot tongue cast! And now, the Smokin' Hot Toddcast presents 71 Gags in One Minute.
1: Oh, my God! No, it it can't be! Ah, the French champagne has always been celebrated for its excellence. There is a California champagne by Paul Masson inspired by that same French excellence. It's fermented in the bottle and like the best French champagne, it's vintage, dated Paul Masson. Ah,
4: the fresh. Yeah. Anyway. Say your prayers, gentlemen. Because it's time to say
1: goodbye. Not so fast, Sally. What? Hot, hot,
2: hot, hot, hot,
6: hot Rosebud.
2: Hey guys, what's happening? Oh,
3: hot toddy, thank goodness you're here to save us. Um... I mean, I'm here too, guys.
2: Just saying. Hey, Mr. Greeno, what did you speak in? Really? Really? Uh, well, yes. We're all here, actually. And if you don't mind, sir, we're gonna take our friends back. Over my dead body. They're not going anywhere. And now, I have you all, and you all will die! Yeah, nah. Hey, Doc, grab that. Oh, let me go! Let me go! I win! Yay! Sheila, Pork, unlock the guys!
8: I ain't nobody telling me what's going on my playlist.
2: <laughs> and now, let's find out just who our kidnapper is. Say
1: uh, what? What the hell?
3: More like, who the hell? Oh, well! It's our
1: new cast member, Miranda. Hey, guys. How's it going? Miranda? Well, yeah.
2: It's my friend, Miranda. Remember I I hired her on right before the end of last season? Hashtag Oh, did I not mention? No! Oh, well, yeah, well, that's happening. And this whole thing was sort of like a publicity stunt to introduce you to the show. Yep, just getting my
5: name out there so fans could get to know me. And it worked.
1: you damn right it did. And to top it off, the guys weren't even in any real danger.
5: Yeah, it was all one big hoax.
1: I'm sure the fans
2: won't be frustrated at all. Not at all. <laughs> well, we love it, right, Guys? Guys?
9: Um, are, are they okay?
2: Oh, they'll be fine. Don't worry. Anyway, let's get you ready for next week's show.
9: Sounds good.
2: I got some great ideas, and I think you'll be awesome at it. What we should do is we should try to look at the What the fuck is